Be blessed, everybody watching in Jesus' mighty name. Hopping right on to Mar-a-Lago. Not going to get off of that for a while, obviously. Lots of things breaking forth. One of the interesting things, of course, is that the media, Nora O'Donnell, namely out of MSNBC, was reporting that it, the DOJ was telling her that they never took Trump's passports. Of course, later today, they admitted that they did indeed take his passports and are returning them to him. Just shows you the corruption of the mainstream mockingbird media. Here's Cash Patel, ACYN video. How, Patel, he can literally stand over a set of documents. Listen, listen to the various points that he makes in this video. He can literally, i.e. Trump, can literally stand over a set of documents and say they are now declassified. Play it for me. Why President Trump made it his mission to declassify and be transparent. In October of 2020, he issued a sweeping declassification order for every Russiagate document and every single Hillary Clinton document. Then on the way out of the White House, he issued further declassification orders, declassifying whole sets of documents. And this is a key fact that most Americans are missing. President Trump, as a sitting president, is a unilateral authority for declassification. He can literally stand over a set of documents and say, these are now declassified. And that is done with definitive action immediately. The fact that the bureaucrats at NARA, who referred, remember, the National Archives are the ones that referred this to the Department of Justice, but they, the same principle, failed to refer Hillary Clinton to the Department of Justice when they got their hands on the uh, classified emails from those servers and switching gears a little bit to the national security officials involved you know me as a former national security prosecutor in the national security division where this case is being run out of it's no surprise that the likes of john carlin who was the assistant attorney general for national security who authorized a russiagate hoax to begin with is now the number three official at doj and lisa monaco is the wow. number two official who was his superior back then these folks and this is the this is the thing i want to stress with now that this is a quote-unquote ongoing FBI counterintelligence investigation, they will come out to the American public and be able to say, ongoing CI investigation, you will never be allowed to see the Russiagate docs or any other docs that wow. President Trump lawfully declassified, and they will hide it from the public, and Congress has a monumental lift ahead of them. Come November, they better start subpoenaing these documents immediately and putting these people before the American public. Merrick Garland and FBI Director Chris Ray have failed in their mission to uphold the law. They have become political hucksters and they are completely destroying our Constitution and, and putting on a two-tier so, system of justice. All right, so there you go. Now, the key points here, real quick, two things. When you deal with declassified documents, very simple how it works when it comes to the executive office, to the President of the United States. If you have a stack of documents, like right here, and the President simply waves his hand over them. And of course, I'm exaggerating. He doesn't need to say that. He doesn't need to do that. He just needs to say it verbally. These are not, these documents are now declassified. They are declassified, period, for life. They are declassified. That is the way that it is. So every document of the 14 boxes of documents that the FBI seized were either never classified or were declassified by Donald John Trump. Those are the facts. That's that's Cash Patel, basically the acting DNI for the Trump administration, telling you that all of these documents were declassified. So all of the lies coming from you know, coming from the DOJ, coming from Eric Garland, coming from the Biden administration, coming from all the leftist blue check pundits on Twitter, the leftist media, all of them. These are all bold faced lies. 
it, when they talk about the nuclear codes, the nuclear codes change every day. So if Trump 18 months ago brought nuclear codes from January 20th of 2021, they 18 months passed in any sort of effectiveness. And again, just to reiterate the point that all of you already know, if there was such a national security threat, these documents that Trump had in the storage room at Mar-a-Lago of which for six months, he's been going back and forth with the archives and with the DOJ and the DOJ, the FBI actually shows up there and says, you know what, what we need you to do is just put some padlocks on this, on this, on these documents and put them in a better storage area, create more of a skiff for them. And he does it. And then they cut off the very padlocks they ordered him to put on, which is exactly what they did two weeks later. So everything in there was classified. Now, the interesting second portion of that video from Cash Patel is you have John Carlin and Lisa Monaco, both of which were orchestrating, were major players in orchestrating Russiagate. Russiagate, very simply, is the false accusation that Donald Trump and or the Trump campaign colluded with Russians to get him elected and then colluded with Russians for whatever nefarious purposes, always unnamed, always never specified, various unnamed and unspecified actions after he became president, which are all, of course, bold-faced lies. So John Carlin, of course, Russiagate began with the DNC and the Clinton campaign hiring hiring uh, Perkins Coie, i.e. Mark Elias, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele, which then, of course, got with very, got Christopher Steele, who then got with Danchenko, a Russian informant who used open source data off the internet to create the quote-unquote Steele dossier. So that's, that's, that's who these people are. John Carlin, number two at the G- DOJ, orchestrated that. Lisa Monaco, number three at the DOJ right now. Let me make sure this is clear. Number two at the DOJ right now, John Carlin, number three at the DOJ right now, were major players in orchestrating the Russia collusion hoax where you had James Comey, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe all lie, perjure themselves, and swear to false FISA warrants so that they could actually spy on the Trump campaign and the White House after President Trump won the presidency. Now, these very people that orchestrated that hoax are the ones who are now orchestrating what happened and did orchestrate what happened. So you have, and then you have number one of the DOJ, Merrick Garland, who hates Donald Trump because Donald Trump personally kept him off of the Supreme Court. So number one, you have Merrick Garland who hates Donald Trump because of the Supreme Court. Number two, John Carlin. Number three, Lisa Monaco, who orchestrated or major players in orchestrating the Russian collusion hoax. These people are all the ones who just raided Mar-a-Lago and what's at Mar-a-Lago. All of the Russia Gate documents that have been legally declassified, which now if you look at the last portion, I said two things, three things that Cash Patel said. Now what happens? Since these documents have been seized by the FBI, confiscated by the FBI. Now they can say, you know what? We have an ongoing investigation. That's what they always say on Capitol Hill, right? All of them. They can't answer anything about Hunter Biden. They can't answer anything about Ray Epps. They can't answer anything about, did the FBI commit or instigate people to commit crimes on 1-6? Where is the FBI in the crowd on 1-6? Did the FBI enter the Capitol on 1-6? Did the FBI instigate 1-6? They can't answer any of those questions because it's a ongoing investigation, which by the way, is not any sort of constitutional law. 
You can answer questions about an ongoing. You can't answer as I played the video last week. Do you have, do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? And the guy said, I can't answer that because it's an ongoing investigation. When you have Ted Cruz as the acting chief of the FBI, actually going there to speak on Christopher Ray's behalf. He asked her, do you know who Ray Epps is? Do you know if the FBI instigated any violent crimes on 1-6? Did the FBI commit it? She says, I can't. Did the FBI commit any violent crimes on 1-6? She says, I can't answer because it's an ongoing investigation. That's all bogus, by the way. But now they've got all of these declassified Hillary Clinton documents that prove that Hillary Clinton hired Fusion GPS, which... Which, which, of course, they didn't hire Fusion, they hired Perkins Coie, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele. They, now that's all right there. And, of course, also, Hillary Clinton's being sued by Donald Trump personally, along with the DNC, along with Fusion GPS, along with Mark Elias, along with Bruce and Nellie Orr. And the, and the judge that signed the search warrant for Mar-a-Lago recused himself from that lawsuit. I mean, you have to see this thing for what it is. Oh, it's all right-wing conspiracy. No, it's, it's, it's not conspiracy at all. It's a conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy theory. Will you have an Epstein judge who refused to sit on the bench for Donald Trump's lawsuit against Hillary Clinton because he was too biased towards Hillary Clinton, for Hillary Clinton, because he's a mega donor for the, for the Obamas? And as an Epstein attorney, Jeffrey Epstein attorney, he was a prosecutor that helped to get Epstein off. And then he, was a, then he was a defense attorney. He played both sides of the Epstein situation. He helped, he was the one who orchestrated the deal that got Epstein a very light prison sentence for multiple sexual assaults on underage girls where the rest of us would spend the rest of our lives in prison. He got a country club sentence where he could walk in and out of jail and go to work all day long. That he orchestrated that. The judge that signed this, that signed the search warrant for Reinhardt, who signed the search warrant for Mar-a-Lago did that for Epstein. And then after he did that as a prosecutor, he flipped sides and went and got a bunch of Epstein acolytes completely and totally off. And then he recused himself from the, the, the Trump Hillary lawsuit where Trump is suing Hillary and numerous other democratic party acolytes. He, he recused himself off of that because he is, he is so biased. He's such a partisan, but yet, so the FBI or the DOJ finds him a magistrate normally you'd go to a federal judge they didn't do that they went to a magistrate they knew was an epstein obama attorney to get this signed so now what happens with all these documents is the fbi can say you know we can't we can't release these documents can't talk about the documents can't show you what they have imagine if they released all of these things where you have where you actually have hillary clinton contacting mark elias to contact fusion gps to contact Christopher Steele and Danchenko, who's now being charged himself by you know by the by the basically the whole John Dorham uh, Russia uh, collusion hoax investigation. So that's what's happening right now. This is this is this is the truth of everything. This is how corrupt it is. All right, what's the next one, Aaron? Which one? Have I? I've lost my place. That's next. Okay, just I didn't mean to put this one next. It's kind of out of order, but play it for me. Are too long to be able to clear those matters up. May, may I you say made, um, one little reported facet of my case is one of the federal agents involved in, in one of the operations against me said that they intended to plant child porn in my husband's computer. This is the FBI. 
There's been a case um, that's currently in litigation unrelated in which an FBI agent has testified that they did that. They have done that. It was not accomplished in my case. I guess the, the curtain was drawn on that facet of the operation prior to them doing it. But imagine how you ever get out of that. How you, they, they knew we had a young daughter at home and had allegedly conspired to do that. So think about it right there, and that's a that's a hey Aaron. See if you can rewind the video, get her name for me because I just forgot her name. But that right, you're sitting right next to her, uh, Cheryl Atkinson. Okay, now that she's a reporter, she's she's basically a what would be considered to be a right wing reporter sitting right next to James O'Keefe, and it, and you have the DOJ going after a right wing reporter, just like the DOJ, i.e. the FBI, raided Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. All because he allegedly at one time possessed uh, Joe Biden's daughters. It was Ashley Biden, I believe her name is Ashley Biden's diary. They never even report on. But yet here comes the DOJ invading Project Veritas and invade and rate not invaded raided Project Veritas and James O'Keefe and then threatened Cheryl Atkinson. She's a right wing reporter. Threatened. I mean, think about the gravity of what the of the of the country. It's not. I don't even want to frame it as the country, but you almost have to. The 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 climate. I mean, the climate of this country right now that we're living in. It's hard for me actually to find the words because, as a law enforcement officer, I can't believe that we are in the situation that we are in right now with the DOJ. I know it's always had a veneer of being corrupt, but man, it's out there now. When you have Cheryl Atkinson saying that the FBI actually told her, actually threatened her, that they would plant child pornography on her husband's computer and had and confessed to doing it to another person who wasn't cooperating with them. That is the situation that we are in. That is why, and I was talking about this with my producer Aaron right before the show. If you are a Republican that actually tries to enact the Republican platform, the Republican party goes after you to ruin your life. You think I meant to say Democrat? No, if you are a Republican so all of these MAGA candidates right now, whom I love, that are winning all over the place, will see Liz Cheney just, uh, dethroned by Hageman tonight. But if you actually try to enact the Republican platform you ran on, the Republican Party will come after you to ruin your career and your life. Because it's the FBI, the DOJ, the establishment Republicans. The establishment Democrats, which is 100% of the Democratic Party, which are all, you know, they call it the swamp, but really the best description would be the uniparty. And they're very, very evil, selfish, self-centered people that are all about their own personal promotion and their own personal profit and their own personal glory as the rich become richer and the poor become poor. They put out the veneer. They put out the illusion. The Republicans do that they are fighting for you. Do I agree with the Republican platform? Basically 100%. But the, but the people that are actually holding up forensic audits of the elections in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, when before they did it in Arizona, in Nevada, the people that are actually in Michigan, the people that are actually holding up the forensic audits, audits and the accountability of this fraudulent election that elected the world's dumbest human being into the White House. The people that are holding it up, yes, the Democrats are holding up, 
But the, but the problem is the Democrats don't even have the power in any of those states. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin all have Republican legislatures. It'd be very easy to initiate forensic auditing in all of those states and find out what the... When there's, no, there's no putting Trump into the presidency now. But if you actually can show that it's a, it was a fraudulent election, then, we, then all of the legislation that's needed to make our election secure would be a lot easier to pass. And even the lamestream media would not be able to avoid reporting the facts coming out of a forensic audit where both Democrats and Republicans are standing there watching ballots that were completely fraudulent. No signature verification, no chain of custody, appearing in the middle of the night, no down ballot voting, names of people who don't exist, of course, multiple dead people, all of that. Dead people, very small portion of it though. It's just basically what happened was everybody, they used COVID, to usher in a fraudulent election where nobody could go in and vote in person. So they had mass mail-in balloting, which was very easy to just create in the middle of the night, i.e. the shutdown at 2 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, where suddenly for the first time in my 53 years on planet Earth that they've ever shut down the counting in the middle of election. Which, by the way, if you noticed, in the recent elections, none of that's happening in every election now. They're shutting down counting in the middle of the night in every election. And that makes a lot of Republicans go, well, I'm not going to vote anymore. I'm doing, you know, it's all corrupt. No, you can overcome the fraud with numbers because even they, if they have to produce that many fraudulent votes, they won't try to pull it off. If we overwhelm the fraud with numbers, even they won't be able to pull off a fraudulent election because they'd have to come up with such a vast amount of fraudulent ballots that even they couldn't pull that off. That's why Trump got elected in 2016. They had, there's plenty of fraud going on. Statistically speaking, basically the same fraud going on in 16 as there was in 20. But there were so many more uh, Trump uh, ballots that they, couldn't, they weren't ready to overcome it. Now in 2020, they were ready. So we can still overcome all of this if everybody shows up and votes. But that's that we have a cabal in this country. It's established, it's establishment Republicans and the Democratic Party, because all Democrats are establishment. Basically, every most Republicans in D.C., not locally, but in D.C., are Democrats, but no Democrats are Republicans. Credit Dan Bongino. So what they do, Republicans is who I'm talking about right now. What the Republicans do is put on a facade of fighting against Democrats. But if you notice, the Democratic agenda gets advanced over and over and over again. At the end of this year, we will be $31 trillion in debt. $8 trillion of that, really, $14 trillion of that is owned by George W. Bush and Donald Trump. And I love Donald Trump. going to vote for him again. But even he was forced into, and he wasn't really forced, he needed to stand. Same thing with COVID. He wasn't forced, he needed to stand. He needed to fire Fauci and Burks right away, but I digress. But we allegedly, you have all of these fiscal conservative Republicans that get elected. They, they run on a fiscal conservatism, and then they win, and they go into, they go into the House of the Senate, and if they actually try to enact any of that fiscal conservative policy, they're attacked by their party who told them to run as a fiscal conservative, a party that identifies as, as fiscal conservatives. If you actually try to legislatively fight abortion, your own party tries to take you down. 
See, because the Republican Party, not Republicans, not all of us, I'm a Republican, not all of us are heads of the, uh, are two heads of the same snake, but the party itself is. The Republican Party run by Rona McDaniel, who does some good things, but she hasn't done anything. She basically collected tens of millions, even maybe hundreds of millions of dollars on the fraudulent election and didn't do one daggum thing to turn over the fraudulent election or even to expose the fraudulent election. Trump was never going to be reinstalled as president. It can't happen. That was all on purpose because it was such a massive fraud that it would be impossible to actually go through all of those ballots in about the 60 days that you would have to go through them. It's really possible if they want to do it, but that's, that's the Democrats do that on purpose. They create such a giant problem that there's not enough time to solve it before the next president or the next senator, the next congressman, whatever, takes their seat and then to take that person out of office. It's basically impossible, but that's the point of it all. So we are living in a fraudulent country and it's being enforced by the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, which is really the Gestapo for the Uniparty. The Republicans who put on the false veneer of a conservative while they advance the Democratic Party agenda. The Mitch McConnells, the Ben Sass. Yes, they do some conservative things because they do have to massage the veneer. If they didn't massage the veneer, then you wouldn't vote for them again. But because they come out and they say a few pro-life things, get some conservative ju- justices or judges in, pl- in place, federal judges in place, lifetime appointments. Everyone goes, oh, they're conservative. They're fighting for me. But if you ever notice, all that happens is the same line that I got from Anomaly a year ago. Democrats move the line or they, or they move the agenda and then the Republicans hold the agenda. The Democrats move, it, move us far and f- you know, closer and closer to the left, closer and closer to a banana republic, closer and closer to communism, closer and closer to Davos and world globalism. And then all the Republicans do is, is, is put on the veneer that they're slowing it down. The Democrats move the line and the Republicans then hold the line and say that they're fighting for you when they're not really trying to overturn the Democratic agenda. They're trying to slow, they, they put on the facade that they're trying to slow the Democratic agenda, which they actually are, but it's still an advancement of the Democratic agenda. Back to Trump and Mar-a-Lago. New, Eric Trump says FBI asked for surveillance cameras to be turned off during execution of the search warrant at Mar-a-Lago, says Trump will release footage at the right time. Play it for me. Will you, you still have the surveillance tape, is that correct? Will you, are you allowed to share that with the country? Absolutely, Sean, at the right time. And your body cam point was spot on. That's why cops wear body cams. They don't tell you to turn off cameras. They want transparency, and that's not what happened here. And you know for a fact they asked for the cameras to be turned off. They asked for the cameras to be turned off. Wow. All right. Why would they remove it? It's standard practice to allow attorneys to be there. The attorneys for the person that you're searching, there's standard practice to allow the attorneys to be there. It's actually a way of... Of, of accountability, like a body cam, like the surveillance footage. It's a, it's a measure of accountability where they can simply just say, you know what? These attorneys were standing right there. They saw everything that we put in the box. If the attorneys were standing there, then the FBI wouldn't have been able to confiscate Donald Trump's passport. Say the FBI, even though we know it's not true, was falsely accused of taking documents. If Trump's attorneys were there, the FBI would be able to turn back and say, no, the attorneys were right there. Then the attorneys under penalty of perjury would have to say, they're right, they didn't take those documents.
but yet they were all removed. That's not standard practice, nor is it standard practice if you're searching a residence to ask the residents, or they weren't asked, they, it was demanded, the FBI demanded that the, that the Trump representatives turn off the surveillance footage inside of Mar-a-Lago, of which they did not do, but the FBI believed that they did. And Eric Trump says, you know what, that footage, unlike the 14,000 hours of 1-6 footage that the DOJ refuses to release, and it's so funny how people buy into people's agenda of people who are hiding things from them. That's truly always amazing to me. While everybody takes a vaccine from a company that is trying to keep the development of that vaccine confidential for 75 years and had to be sued in federal court to release the documents of that development. And then people line up to take the vaccine of people trying to hide its development. The same thing here. You you believe that the FBI and the DOJ is pure on one six after they will they refuse to release fourteen thousand hours of video surveillance footage, and then try to turn off the video surveillance system inside of Mar-a-Lago. Everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. That's Jesus speaking in John chapter three verse twenty. So that footage will be released at some point, and I bet you it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see why it is that the FBI was rummaging around the first lady's uh, closet, the first lady's clothes, Melania Trump. Uh, uh, Alexander Daytek uh, video, flashback, CNN. Here's just a comparison to where we were in 2016. Play it for me. News on the investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server during her time as Secretary of State. A law enforcement official tells CNN that emails dealing with a CAA, a CAA drone program, they were sent to her private email, and that is at the center of the criminal probe right now by the FBI. Let's get over to Justice Correspondent Evan Perez. Evan, you're picking up all this new information. What are you hearing? Put it in perspective for us right now. That's right, Kate. This was a uh, discussion around Christmas time in 2011, in which the U.S. ambassador to Pakistan at the time, Cameron Munter, uh, started this discussion about what was a planned drone strike by the CIA in Pakistan. Now, the CIA drone program is covert and it's considered classified by the U.S. government, even though everyone knows it exists. It's widely reported on in Pakistan when it happens. Uh, it is still considered classified information and it is improper for this discussion to have taken place on non-classified email system. And that's what happened here. Uh, the FBI is looking into it simply because the CIA flagged it uh, as a classified uh, set of emails that should not have been uh, not only should, should not have been taking place on the low side, what they call the low side non-classified email system, but it also got forwarded to Hillary Clinton's private email server in Chappaqua, New York. That is part of what is being looked at. It's still being investigated. As we previously reported here on CNN, uh, the investigation is still ongoing. They're waiting uh, to interview uh, Hillary Clinton. We expect that, uh, that no charges will be filed as long as that interview goes, uh, goes well, Kate. All right, Evan Perez, that's breaking news on the latest on the email controversy that is sure to fire up uh, Republicans and continue. All right, so there we go. So just in 2016, you have confirmed. Nothing has been confirmed. Notice the FBI refuses, of course, to release their probable cause affidavit that justifies the warrant that they put in to get the warrant approved. They refuse to release that, although Reinhardt has appeared to grant a hearing right now that... That, that Trump side of things will be able to, the Trump team will be able to say, 
will be able to argue for the release of that affidavit. Why would you not want it released? If you're the DOJ, it has nothing to do with the ongoing investigation. Why would you not want the affidavit released that justified the warrant? Why would you not? I mean, again, why would anybody believe anybody who's trying to sequester information? Why would you ever believe anybody who's trying to hide something from you? Why would you ever believe people like that? If they're putting out an agenda, but won't show you how they came up with the agenda, why would you ever believe them? But that's the left in the United States. It's not though we get, we get accused all the time. Those of us on the right who, you know, for sycophantically following Donald Trump. I don't follow Donald Trump. The reason why I like Donald Trump is because of his conservatism. If somebody runs against him, that's more conservative than he is. I will probably vote for that person. Now it would depend on some things, some variables in there, but overall that's what, but the real sycophants are those who follow an agenda from the, and the very purveyors of that agenda are hiding it from you. Those are, those are a sycophantic group of people. If you take a vaccine from a company that's trying to hide its development for 75 years, if you believe in a DOJ that's trying to hide, that is hiding 14,000 hours of one six video footage and, and tried to turn off the video cameras in Mar-a-Lago, why would you ever believe those people? Donald Trump's out there every day saying, you know what? Release the affidavit, release the warrant. He gets falsely accused all day long. The first day of this, if Trump wants, if Trump wants to be transparent, then why doesn't he release the warrant? He wasn't even given a copy of the warrant. And then is crying out for it to be released. And eventually it had to, it was through pressure was released. And then you had Hillary Clinton who has classified drone documents in 2016. Why was she never raided? Because they did the back and forth like they did with Trump. And if those of you who remember back in the Clinton administration and then spilling over into when Hillary was a senator out of New York. And then when she was secretary of state, the DOJ and the archives were trying to get thousands upon tens of thousands of documents from the Clintons of which they stonewalled for years, not 18 months, years, and nobody ever invaded them. That is a sure sign of a biased justice department. You're wondering probably too. Well, wasn't that when Republicans, when you had a Republican administration where Republicans were in charge of the DOJ? Well, yes, but that shows you. First of all, the Republicans that were in charge of the DOJ and the DOJ itself are really nothing more than slightly watered down leftists. When you had, when you had, even when Trump was president, the left was in charge of the CDC, the NIH, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, the NSA, the ATF. The left is in charge of all of those entities, which is what I absolutely marvel at to this day. That all the Republicans and all the conservatives and all the Christians line up to do exactly what the CDC and NIH tell you to do. Yes, it's changing, but it's truly amazing that anybody to this day, if you put doctor in front of anybody's name, people will just line up to do whatever that doctor commands them to do or recommends for them to do. So things are very different if you're the Clintons in comparison than if you are a Trump or a legitimate conservative. Would the Bushes ever be rated? Absolutely not. Cheney's ever rated? Absolutely not. Because they are part of the false synergistic relationship 
where they actually put out a false sort of synergistic tension between each other, between Republican and Democrat, that endlessly in in D.C., that endlessly advances the Democratic Party agenda. It's fraudulent. These people are acting like Republicans. They're not really Republicans. I've been saying this for two and a half years. It's really like parts in a play. If you have 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats and somebody to play president, all it is is playing the role. Who's playing the role of a Republican? Who's playing the role of Democrat? Who's playing the role of Democrat or Republican president? All to advance ticket sales for the play. It's not really legit. It's just people playing roles. That's all that it is in D.C. There's legitimate Republicans, the Jim Jordans, the Devin Nunes, the Ron Johnsons, the Rand Pauls, most of the time Ted Cruz, that are legitimate Republicans that are trying to advance conservative legislative items. But most of the time, it's about their own personal profit, their own personal glory, and their own personal self-aggrandizement. That's really all that it's about. Being reelected to be a, a, a lifer, a, a, lifetime, a, a lifetime congressman, a lifetime senator. That's really all that it's about. Please wake up and understand that. That if you really, really love some sort of candidate, really see if they've ever really done anything to try and advance a conservative legislative item because most of them have not. Most of them, and, and they come out and they're like endearing. Marco Rubio's like this. He's endearing. He'll do great interviews, but he never actually accomplishes anything. He never truly, where was he on vaccines? Where was he on COVID lockdowns? DeSantis had to do it all in Florida. Rubio didn't do a daggum thing because it wasn't politically expedient, wasn't politically beneficial for him because he's part of the false sort of synergistic relationship between Democrats and Republicans. That's what he's part of that. And all that he's done, along with Ben Sass, Lisa Murkowski, who hopefully will be defeated in Alaska tonight, along with Liz Cheney, because see, we're starting to wake up. Even people that caved to COVID and pimped and hoard vaccines early on are starting to wake up to understand that we are all being lied to by our own party. Let's go to the next one. Jim Jordan tweet back to Trump. I know I'm vacillating a lot back and forth. Can't help it. President Trump left office on January 20th, 2021. The FBI raided his house all basically 18 months later, August 8th, 2022. If it was such a national security threat, I just like the, the only reason why I read, did this tweet because I wanted everybody to see the amount of days. So if it was such a national security threat that you had nuclear codes there, what's Trump doing? Selling nuclear codes to the Saudis? Leave this up. Is he selling nuclear codes? Is he selling nuclear information to the Russians so that they can bomb where he lives? Is, is that what he's doing? Is that the agenda? It's absolutely nonsensical. But if it was such a national security threat, why did the FBI not go and raid Trump for 565 days? Why would that be? Nonsensical and illogical equals nefarious. If what if somebody's agenda, you can bring it back to me. If somebody's agenda makes absolutely no sense, i.e. nonsensical or illogical, then there has to be a not nefarious purpose behind the agenda. Same thing with COVID. If you have a vaccine mandate to stop transmission and the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, then what's the purpose of the mandate? It has to be nefarious because it's illogical and nonsensical. There has to be 
a wizard behind the veil. There has to be a secret agenda about it if it makes absolutely no sense. And, and this whole raid on Trump makes no sense. Nuclear codes are gone. They don't last a day. They have a 24-hour shelf life and then they change them. So nuclear codes is a lie. He declassified everything brought down to Mar-a-Lago. So everything that they're saying makes no sense. Then they wait 565 days when you have a national security threat bubbling up in Trump's storage room in Palm Beach, Florida. All right, go to the next one for me. It took the FBI 10 months to figure out. I love this tweet. I just had to put in there. 10 months. This is the FBI. There's, there's such awesome crime solvers. Let me just tell you something. The FBI, most of most the FBI used to be made up of cops, the cops, street cops. They go in, they do some time as a street cop. Street, you know, everyone knows that watches this podcast regularly. I was, I was street level cop 25 years, 1992, 2017, retired almost exactly five years ago today. Most, most FBI agents 20 years ago were all street cops. They went and answered police calls for 15 years and then put in and became part of the FBI. That's not the way that it is anymore. They're just bureaucrats, attorneys, accountants, and social workers. That's why you never, that's why the FBI never can solve any crimes. They never actually have ever been to a police call in their life. They don't know tactics. They don't know how to deal with people. They have no idea how to de-escalate a situation. They don't know what they're doing. They have absolutely no idea how to be a police officer, but yet they're the most powerful police agency in the nation. Think about that. That's why also they're galactically stupid. If you actually had some sort of police training and understanding, and like we always had what was called a PIO at the sheriff's office here in Sarasota, Florida. That's where I'm broadcasting from right now. South Sarasota County, Florida. Northport, Florida, to be exact. We had a public information officer. And it would be weighed out, believe me. If there was going to be anything controversial, if someone had to make, there's been some high, actually some high-profile crimes and arrests right here in Sarasota. We actually had the 9-11 hijackers, several of them trained right here at Huff Aviation at the Venice Airport, right here in Sarasota, Florida. There's been some high-profile stuff there. If you're going to make high-profile arrests, you get with your public information officer and you figure out how we're going to make this as small of a, a public disaster as we possibly can make it. And these people, because they've never handled police calls, they don't really understand how people think. You go and you, you handle a bunch of police calls in your life, you understand how people think. You can read people. They have no idea how to mitigate a public relations disaster because they don't know people. They just think everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you know what, Trump, we raided Mar-a-Lago, no big deal. Oh, man, this thing is a public relations nightmare. And all that they did was absolutely ensure that Trump will run in 2024 and Trump will win in 2024, which I'm glad about. So, But just to make fun of the FBI, look at the New York Post article, FBI report confirms Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. In fatal rush, uh, who else would pull the trigger when the gun was in his hand? A ghost? And who, who else would have pulled the trigger? And it takes the FBI, the most prestigious law enforcement agency on the planet, 10 months to decipher that Alex, that Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger of the gun he accidentally or whatever, we don't know, shot that lady with. One of the cinematographers on the film set of Rust. 10 months to come up with that. The man with the gun in his hand pulled the trigger. 
I mean, it, it's it's so nonsensical. Again, it's like calling a woman a man and a man a woman. It's just absolutely nonsensical. Ten months that the man witnessed pulling the trigger, witnessed with the gun in his hand, who admitted the gun was in his hand at the time of the shooting. It takes the FBI ten months to determine that he was the one who pulled the trigger. On to Liz Cheney here real quick. Just wanted to show you some of this stuff. I want to celebrate Liz Cheney being chucked into the ash bin of history tonight. Celebration of that. The eve of it. Well, actually, it's the day of of Liz Cheney getting trounced by Hageman tonight. Well, I guess Aaron just told me the polls just closed in Wyoming. Closing about three hours from now when hopefully Murkowski gets destroyed in Alaska. I just want to show you some Liz Cheney stuff. Here's Kevin Costner. Just so you know, for those of you who are Yellowstone fans. And I listen... I, again, I know it's tough to pick what to watch and whatever, but yeah, what I do with, with Hollywood stars is I basically go, how, how much of a pundit are they? How much of an activist are they? Well, here you have Kevin Costner wearing his I'm for Liz Cheney shirt, a lifetime baby butchering Democrat. Go to the next one for me. And of course, here he is. Go to the next pick for me. There you go. Here he is, of course, shaking hands with Castro, with Fidel Castro. Very, very, I mean, this is who these people are. Understand that. Now, they don't think it'll ever come for them. Everybody that was in Hitler's inner circle that all got executed by Hitler. Everybody that was in Mao's inner circle that got executed by Mao. Everybody that was in Stalin's inner circle that got executed by, by Stalin. They all think that it's never coming for them. As they usher in, which is really funny about Hollywood, as they, as they institute one leftist, wokest, well, you know, woke agenda item after another into basically the rules of Hollywood. They're, they're ushering themselves out of their own jobs. If you're white, you can't get a job. You just go down the spectrum. White men are the worst. They'll never get jobs in Hollywood again. And then it'll be white women. And then of course it'll be black conservative men. And then every, and then you go on, you know, just, we, I could spend all night doing that, but they're working themselves out of their own jobs. They don't think it'll ever come for them, but it will actually come for them. If Kevin Costner really wants Fidel Castro's policies, and by the way, Fidel Castro, who's killed everybody, who's on his inner circle too, who was that? I know he's gone now, but who was in his inner circle? And here's just a little pic too, just to show you who Liz Cheney is. Here she is fist bumping with Joe Biden because that's who they are. She's part of the, she's part of the, the, the Cheney dynasty. The Cheney dynasty was simply a leftist family with the veneer of being a Republican to, uh, so that they could personally profit, i.e. Halliburton and all their fake wars, so they could personally profit and advance over the years $31 trillion in debt. A, everyone, people always talk, well, you know, she's, she's conservative in every way except for she attacks Donald Trump. No, no. She's been in this inner circle for a long time, an establishment Republican, saying that she's a conservative, but every year she's in office, we go trillions more in debt. And the leftist agenda gets, gets pushed forward. I mean, think about where we are right now with a 40% increase in violent crime. She's, she's in office right now while that's happening. She's in office while basically uh, China is bootlicked and butt-kissed every day. She's, she, She's in office, and so are all these other establishment Republicans. But just a real quick pick. There she is, fist bumping with Joe Biden, because they're one and the same. And everyone will say, no, they're not, no, they're not, because she does some conservative things. That's just so you continue to vote for her. Really what they all are are globalists 
who are actually advancing the agenda coming out of Davos for their own personal enrichment. All right, going on, Chuck Cholesterol tweet. Here it is. Breaking report, Liz Cheney's husband is a partner at the law firm representing who? Hunter Biden. Well, no wonder she's fist bumping Joe Biden, right? It's all the same. I know people want to believe that there are conservatives fighting for you in D.C. There are, but they are very few. Very, you mean, remember 10, 10 Republicans, including Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, voted to impeach Donald Trump based on complete and total fabrications. That's who these people are because they believe that Liz Cheney misstepped. She, she thought that there were so many Republicans out there that were anti-MAGA Republicans that they would actually keep her in office. But there, it's, that's, it, the Republican Party has become the working class party that's gaining every day with Hispanics and gaining every day in the black community. There's way more working class people than bourgeois elitists that are concerned about woke agendas, CRT and calling men, women and women, men. But she thought that she came out that that there was this huge group of establishment Republicans. Well, what's so funny is that the moment that you do that, the Democrats cast you aside. They kick you out of the limo. They kick you right out of the limo. Like, you know, I was going to say something really gross, but I'm not going to say it. They kick you out of the limo. They say, you know what? You're no longer a useful idiot for us. They kick you out and just leave you out to dry, leave, leave, hang you out to dry. Just like Adam Kinzinger. He got districted, redistricted out of his own uh, congressional district by Democrats. Here he is a repo, a democratic party whore, just a democratic party whore soon to be kicked out of the limo. That's what I was going to say earlier. So he, that's all these men. And then the Democrats themselves districted him out of his own job. And Liz Cheney comes up and says, you know what? I will do anything. Let me lick your boots and let me kiss your rear ends, Democrats. Because there's this, because she, she believes in the system. Because you, you end up when you're in DC, it's just, it's just an echo chamber. There, if you are not a die to the wall conservative, you're not getting reelected by the Republicans because all of us now are working class people gaining in the Hispanic and black community every day that are, that are, that are American first people. She's supporting open borders. That's who she is. She's supporting. She is on the side of the pro-abortionists. Did she ever come out against? Did anybody ever notice her say I was for Roe v. Wade being overturned? Absolutely not. Because the Cheney's are just Democrats playing the role of conservatives for their own personal profit. It really is as simple as that. All right, go to the next one for me, guys. I'm completely lost. Lewis Bullcoulter. Representative Liz Cheney is sending mailers to Wyoming Democrats. Of course, this is past tense now. This is what she was doing. Was sending mailers to Wyoming Democrats with instructions how to switch political parties ahead of the state's primary in August because you can switch political you can switch political primary political parties up basically to the to the day of the primary in Wyoming and lots of Democrats were doing it. Problem is Republicans outnumber Democrats in Wyoming five to one or four to one. I can't remember which. So this is what she's doing. Go to the next one for me. Here they, here's some here's some voters. It's a great, great video. It's funny because CNN did it. Joe Dan Gorman video. CNN goes to Wyoming to ask voters about Liz Cheney. Play for me. Cheney for a fourth term. Are you planning to vote for Liz Cheney? Can I cuss? No. Are you planning to support Liz Cheney? 
Absolutely not. What are your thoughts about Liz Cheney running for her fourth term? Um, personally, I think she's had four, three too many. Keep in mind, in 2020, Donald Trump won about 70% of the vote in Wyoming. So Liz Cheney's work on the January 6th investigation isn't playing so well with many Wyoming voters. She's done us dirty. How so? Oh, God. Look at how she's done Trump. I'm a, I'm a Trump fan. I'm sorry. So she lost your vote because of her role on the January 6th committee and what she's yes. doing about Trump? Yes. She's supposed to be supporting him. She's a Republican, for crying out loud. I find her work on the January 6th committee just repulsive. How do you feel about her work on the January 6th committee and her role? It's all a hoax. It's all propaganda. has nothing to do with anything. It's a witch hunt. Well, she says she's defending what's important to people here in Wyoming, uh, upholding the rule of law, defending the me. Constitution. If that was the rule of law, why doesn't he have a defense team in that courtroom? That ain't the rule of law. That's a kangaroo court. That's not the Wyoming way. She has been an embarrassment. It's a witch hunt. Are you proud of her for taking on Donald Trump? No. Here in Cheyenne, more than 1,600 miles from Washington, D.C., almost everyone we spoke with told us they believe Liz Cheney is too focused on Donald Trump and the January 6th committee and not paying enough attention to what they believe matters to the people here in Wyoming. It's just like Donald Trump says all the time, they're coming after me because they're actually coming after you, and he's the representative of all of us. That's how he is. And I'm no Trump sycophant. I just, he's the most conservative candidate. I love Trump. He was actually the best president of my lifetime. He was the best. So I'm all, I'm, you know, I'm all in with, with, with Trump. However, it's not, it's not that. She is all about the synergistic false tension between Republicans and Democrats. All to advance a leftist globalist agenda where you believe, I know I'm being redundant with this, but I really want you to understand this. Just like I want you to understand that COVID, that climate is all climate change activism is all about leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. I want you to understand, and this is all part of that too. I want you to understand that the Republican Democrat synergistic tension is actually a mirage. The tension between the two is a mirage. The synergy is all about advancing leftism and the Republicans like Mitch McConnell, Ben Sass, Lindsey Graham, they're all establishment. They're bourgeois elitist. That's why in America you keep getting the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer because they're only advancing themselves. Notice Democrats always say they're just as they're just as or even more hypocritical than the Republicans. The Democrats are always saying they're for the poor, but the poor keep getting poorer. The Republicans will say that they're for the middle class, but the middle class keeps getting poor. It's because neither one of them are for the very people they claim to represent and the very people that they claim that they're for. They're not really for those people. They're for themselves only. The love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they've erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. First Timothy 6.10. That's what this is really all about. All right, switching over to uh, vaccines. Milk Bar TV video, COVID lies exposed. Let's launch with this first. Play for me. Well, the vaccines provide strong protection for the vaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We can get there with vaccines. We can end this thing. But many people are still hesitant to get that jab. Defiance, defiance against vaccines and get the jab or risk losing your job. That's the ultimatum facing. The 1.2 million Victorians that cannot work from home. What do you think will be the new rule to require vaccination? 
enact those vaccine mandates. I really feel like that is the last tool that we can use. You're not having to So I had COVID at some point. Yeah. Uh, I've got antibodies. There are no data that prove that vaccine immunity is superior to natural immunity. I do not want to have vaccination. And in fact, there are much uh, data to the contrary. The science isn't strong enough. Literally millions of Americans who are COVID recovered. We take the very best advice that we can. Very solid evidence is demonstrating that these folks are equally, if not better, protected from subsequent infection. From the, from the people that are vaccine experts. Yesterday, Twitter deplatformed Dr. Robert Malone in yet another long line of scientists, doctors, and experts who've been silenced during this pandemic. If you make the judgment to not get vaccinated, and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out, you won't wait out the virus. Uh, having received two doses, it's a very effective vaccine. They do say that. <laughs> that hasn't proven to me to be true. They are literally in a fantasy world. Getting that third dose is protection against getting infected in the first place. Despite two, three, four doses of the vaccine, uh, it's not so good at preventing infection in the first place. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. They have one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. Studies showed that immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID-19 vaccine was lower than that among the unvaccinated. Australia this morning, the country now the world leader per capita when it comes to COVID-19 infection. Just going to extract one thing off that video, and that's what Tucker said at the end. Eight months after the vaccine, the immune function of the vaccinated was considerably less. I can't remember exactly what he said, but was considerably less than the unvaccinated. So their immune system, this is what I'm saying. This is why you are seeing, and I'm going to go through a list here in just a second. The people that are being infected by COVID, the people that are being hospitalized by COVID, and the people that are dying of COVID are all the fully vaxxed and mainly boosted. That, that's, that's the truth. That's what's really happening. Let's go to the next one. Wind Talker tweet. Make sure you follow her on Twitter. Pfizer will never produce. Get this. I'll read the bottom first. Roland, Roland Ostinat. There remains no FDA approved. That's the bottom a COVID vaccine that is actually available in the United States. Pfizer acknowledged in quiet filings with the CDC. Remember Joe Biden and everybody on the left and many on the right coming out and saying, you know what? The Pfizer slash Moderna, they are all been, they've all been FDA approved. And not one of them has been injected, not one FDA dose. There's people that were advocating that the military was receiving FDA-approved vaccinations called Comirnaty. They are not. Nobody in the United States has received an FDA-approved vaccination. Not a one, not anybody in the military either, which opens up a giant, multi, and with a B, billion dollar, billions of dollars worth of lawsuits for every soldier who who was in who was their military contract. I was going to say they violated, they didn't violate it. The military violated their own contract with those individual soldiers by injecting them with a non-FDA approved vaccination and lying to them and telling them that it was an FDA approved vaccination. When Talker says Pfizer will never produce the FDA, FDA approved version of its experimental vaccine. Pfizer came out and said, we're never going to produce it. Did you all catch that? Yet the military continues to 
discharged members who refused the experimental vaccine that they're not allowed to legally inject into any soldier. Does everybody, I mean, does everybody I don't even know how to put these things into words. Just the, the extreme galactic level of corruption is unfathomable. Meanwhile, the idiot Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, is quadruple jabbed and now has COVID. All right, go to the next one for me. Rise Melbourne video. Is that it right there? Play it for me. Elvis, though, um, despite two, three, four doses of the vaccine, uh, it's not so good at preventing infection in the first place. So we are getting infected. That's why we've had uh, tens of thousands of cases in this wave. Uh, so it's really critically important to get tested if you're symptomatic, to get a PCR test uh, if you're in a, a really high-risk age group, uh, but um, to rat test uh, if you've got um, uh, availability at home. And there are many, many uh, rat tests that have been made available by the state government. So uh, really no excuse not to uh, use a rat test if you've got symptoms because getting tested and turning up positive uh, can get you on a care pathway. Uh, and if you're on a care pathway, uh, you can be assessed for your risk and you can have recommendations around the oral therapies that might be available for you. Um, they also make a significant difference, especially for those most at risk. If you're in a, um, a vulnerable or, or frail uh, age group or with pre-existing illness, uh, taking those oral therapies can make a big difference to keeping you out of hospital. So why is this health director actually putting this out right now about their rat tests? It's funny how the devil always ends up revealing himself, isn't it? That the test you have to take is called a rat test. I know it stands for rapid antigen test, but still, it's a rat test. And I love how he talks about it. And you know the reason why he's putting out this information is because they've had more COVID deaths up to this point this year than up to this point in year 2020 and 2021 combined. They've had more COVID deaths, more deaths. And, and they are 96% vaccinated. Tell me how the vax agenda is not completely illogical and nonsensical. If Remember what I always say. If it's illogical and nonsensical, then there is a nefarious purpose behind any agenda because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And you are talking about hundreds of thousands of people in Australia alone have lost their jobs and lost their businesses for life, for forever. They're never getting them back, which is on purpose because they want them to lose their jobs so they can usher in the globalist Davos monthly, monthly guaranteed income. That's what this is really all about. And that will control you also because the only way to then access your quote unquote income will be a, a, Singular access point to a one world commerce system. That's what this is all about. But it's funny, he says, you know what? You need to be constantly testing yourself so that you can get on the pathway and a care pathway. Now I'm wondering, does the care pathway include remdesivir, which will cause mass organ failure, which has caused hundreds of thousands of people to die from remdesivir alone. They go in for some innocuous, either innocuous COVID symptom or some other ailment, somehow test positive, Using a PCR or rapid antigen test, PCR test 97% uh, inaccurate, 90%, 97% wrong. I mean, think about that. 3% of the time they're right, so 97% of the time they're wrong. Carrie Mullis, the develop, developer of PCR technology, said never use them to determine whether you are, are positive for a virus. Just like Robert W. Malone said, never use mRNA technology for a, a virus vaccine. Remember? It's strange, isn't it? The PCR and the vaccines are the bedrock 
of the fraudulent, nonsensical, illogical COVID agenda. And the developers of both those technologies said never to use them in the ways that they're being used today. So will this care pathway include remdesivir? And then afterwards, I'm, we're just curious, my, my producer Aaron brought this up. We want to know since deaths, since they've had more COVID deaths this year in Australia than 2021 and, 20, and 2020 to date combined, will this care pathway include the person's coffin? And also, of course, coming out of Australia, you have SADS at record-breaking. Uh, well, SADS didn't exist prior to 2022, when now all these vaccinations are actually the affects of all these vaccinations are kicking in. Now you've got sudden adult death syndrome, which never existed prior to 2022. Strange, isn't it? We're just wondering if, and my producer Aaron was bringing up, you know what, will this include a coffin? Because really that's what it's all about when you have people that create Using gain-of-function research, a virulent virus for human beings, they create the virus and then offer their solutions, which only cause more mass death. They create a virus that causes death, and their solution causes way more death. People who want, and, and their motivations over and over coming out of Davos is to lower the Earth's population. Strange, isn't it? All right, Peter Sweden tweet, speaking of lowering the Earth's population, the total number of people that have died from all causes in Norway, very covid covid complying, capitulating country in Norway is 18% higher this year than in the pandemic year of 2021. Compare, remember, now remember, the epicenter of COVID was 2020. So that's, even, that's 18% higher than a year after that. It's probably 30% higher than when everybody was allegedly dying and being hospitalized from COVID. So you, think about that. The total number of people that have died from all causes in Norway is up 18% in one year. One year. That is absolutely unheard of. And again, we go to the next, next Peter Sweden tweet for me. Speaking of wanting to lower the Earth's population, what is happening with birth rates? So you have them, people dropping dead. So far, and remember... More than half the people vaccinated right now weren't vaccinated at this time last year. So this is this is only the beginning, and this doesn't include the booster effects that we're going to see play out for the next who knows how many years. What is happening? I mean, so all these people want to. You go to Davos, you watch any video, and you you, you get any clump of videos, you will find Harari on there. You'll find Billy Gates all talking about wanting to lower the Earth's population. Billy Gates at the Tech Talk talking about wanting to lower the Earth's population using vaccines. Again, nonsensical and illogical, so there has to be a nefarious purpose behind it. So you have death rates. This is, this is just one country. Basically, from what I've seen, when, when we have these slides here in the, here in the show, whether it's Norway, I, I'm trying to think of, I think actually Peter Sweden has brought out Sweden and numerous other countries, their excess deaths are up double digits, every single, basically every country so far. We are here, but they're hiding all the data. The CD, I mean, again, why would a concern, and again, I always start with the smartest to the dumbest. Why would conservative Christians ever take advice from people, the CDC, banned all release of vaccination, vaccinated hospitalization and death rates, COVID vaccinated hospitalization and death rates. They stopped the release of all that data six, seven, eight months ago. 
Why would anybody take medical advice from people who hide data about the very medical advice that they're espousing? Why would that be? And even right there where you've got, where that Australian health director is saying, you know what? We, we are getting, they're being overrun with COVID, COVID hospitalizations and deaths. And everybody who's in the hospital in Australia, statistically speaking, it's 90 plus percent. Everybody dying of COVID in Australia, 90 plus percent are vaccinated and boosted. He knows that. And what is he, what is he telling them all to do? As a health director in New South Wales, what is he telling all of these people to do? Knowing that the hospitalization and death rate is, a, is 90% fully vaccinated and boosted. He knows that. But yet, what is he telling people to do? Go get their fourth shot. And if you don't, if you don't see this, you just don't want to see it. You've never seen videos like this. We, we've been part of this social media age for a long time. And these videos would have come out of people just dropping dead everywhere. You have, you have a comedian standing on a stage. He just had a, recently, it was, I think it was a Saudi Arabian politician speaking, just dropped dead. He's standing at the podium, standing right there with the microphone, drops dead, just falls backwards dead. This never happened before. Don't act like it has. It never has. It's never happened. If you were wrong and you just don't want to admit it, all you are is somebody who just lives in denial. That these people want to lower the earth's population. They're doing it through killing people, but also through this. What's happening with, with the birth rates? Norway's down 6%. Down in Stockholm, 14%. Down in Germany, 12%. Taiwan, 27%. Britain, 9%. Netherlands, 11%. What have they found out? And you immediately got kicked off. Many doctors did. You get kicked off social media when you talked about the vaccinations, lowering the testosterone in men and lowering the sperm count in men. This is why the birth rates are down. People can't get pregnant. It's all from the people who want to lower the earth's population. And here we go. Now, here's all the people that pimp and whore the vaccines, right? Go for breaking. First lady, Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID. And by the way, Joe Biden was completely and totally isolated from her for 14, 15, however many days because he kept catching COVID over and over again. He's fully vaccinated because he has ADE. He has antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. He has no ability to fight off a virus. That's why all these people are getting sick over and over again. All right, go to the next one for me. Here we go. Alma Adams announces she's tested positive. Now, of course, she does the oath of allegiance. It's really no different than the high Hitler or the, or the swastika on your face called a COVID mask. She, she does the oath of allegiance to the globalist agenda which is to usher everybody, to leverage everybody into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, which will be a vaccine passport, a COVID card, a common pass, a green pass, an Excelsior pass, whatever uh, uh, the, the one I just arrived can that you can't get into Canada without, whether, even if you are fully vaccinated and you fully vaccinated and boosted, you can't get into Canada still without, without going to a 10-day quarantine without your Arrive Can app. What, what if you've shown, again, if it's nonsensical and illogical, it's nefarious. If you're fully vaccinated and you actually have your COVID card and that's their agenda, and you have your vaccination, you have your vaccine passport, 
you still can't get into Canada without going to 14 days of quarantine, 10 or 14 days, can't remember which, of quarantine, unless you have the, the ability for them to track you on your phone. Then how could it be about a virus? Nonsensical, illogical, equals nefarious, equals leveraging you into a one world commerce system. How will that work as far as COVID is concerned? Same way that it'll work with food and fuel. Well, you cannot get food without the right card. You cannot get fuel without the right card. They're ushered it in with COVID with vaccine passports. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. It's all the same spirit. It's called the Antichrist spirit. Go to the next one for me, other. Jordan Shocktel tweet. Quadruple vaccinated U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin infected with COVID. He is probably has a antibody dependent enhancement syndrome because not only is this the second time that he's caught COVID, it's the second time this year that he's caught COVID. And this is the Omicron variant, which is nothing more than a common cold. Look at how he dresses in front of his troops. Lloyd Austin got his booster October of 2021. Then he had then had COVID in January of 2022. Then after that, he had another booster shot, shot four, got COVID again today. Look at how he's dressed with his, with his mask and his shield in front of his masked and shielded troops. Go to the next one for me. Ian Miller tweet, Pfizer CEO, he also now has COVID. He put this out. Our vaccine was 100% effective in preventing COVID cases in South Australia. And then emphasized, this is his own words, but look at the quotes. 100% exclamation mark. CEO, I mean, Pfizer CEO in August, 2022, I've tested positive for COVID after four doses of the vaccine. Nailed it again. Go to the next one for me. Here you have Albert Borla's tweet. And of course, he, he swears his oath of allegiance to the globalist agenda where he speaks at Davos all the time. He's always speaking at Davos. I would love to let you know that I have, I, don't, I would like, I would like to let you know that I have tested positive for COVID-19. I am thankful to have received four doses of the Pfizer bio. There it is. There it is. Oh, Aaron, I wish we had the Russian music. If you get it, let me know. The Russian, oh, you know, there it is. He, he does his oath to allegiance. I am so thankful that I am vac- vaccinated against the very, there it is, the very disease that I have. Play it, There it is. My oath of allegiance. Keep it going. Just play it over me. I'll scream over it. Play it louder. There it is. The oath of allegiance. Done by Jill Biden. Done by Joe Biden. Done by Albert Borla. Done by <laughs> done, done by Lloyd Austin. I am so thankful that I have been vaccinated against the very disease I now have. Woo! I mean, he, 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 you have to reach, you have to lead, reach the galactic level of delusional, agenda-driven, a, a delusional, agenda-driven mindset to actually put that out on social media. All right, bring it back to me. I could do that all night. That's who these people are. Here we go. Ariel Hicks video. Moderna CEO, I am in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage. Play it for me. It's, it's sad to say. I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage because nobody wants them. Uh, we have a big demand problem. We right now have uh, governments. We try to contact not only Seth, who is doing great work with his team trying to get demand into the countries, but also we contacted through the Washingtons in, uh, the embassies in Washington, every country, and nobody wants to take them. 
is a pretty thick accent. Let me re- got, make sure you got that. Moderna CEO, I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage because nobody wants them. The Moderna vaccine's been outlawed in basically every European country for anybody under the age of 18, while the United States is injecting six-month-olds with it. Facts. It's nonsensical and illogical. It has a nefarious purpose. If you have, if most of this country, including the Ben Sasses, the Liz Cheney's, the Mitch McConnell's and the Lindsey Graham's who all say that they're pro-life but do nothing about it and usher and continue to usher forward the globalist leftist agenda, all of these people, the establishment swamp Republicans, the self-aggrandizing swamp Republicans and the leftists in, in Washington, D.C., their agenda is to push forward the elimination of millions slash billions of human beings. You are the carbon that they want to get rid of. So they're the Moderna, the Moderna CEO has millions of doses. This is what you actually had the Tetros, the head, really the, the former head of a terrorist organization who's now ahead of another terrorist organization called the World Health Organization, Tetros. He actually came out publicly admitted he's not vaccinated. He says the reason why he's from Ethiopia is because most most Ethiopians are not vaccinated. Most of Africa is not vaccinated and has basically no COVID deaths and no COVID hospitalizations. While New Zealand and while Australia have more, well, Australia has more COVID deaths this year than 2021 and 2020 combined. They want all of those doses going to Africa, because, but African countries aren't taking them. African countries say no way. South Africa only has a 6% vaccination rate and basically has zero COVID. Everybody wants, you had Jacinda Ardern and numerous other leftist globalists, a World Economic Forum actors trying to reach a zero COVID agenda. They did that in Africa by doing exactly the opposite of everything that Scott Morrison and Jacinda Ardern ever did. So that's, that's what's happening with Moderna. Just remember, they've outlawed the Moderna in numerous, basically all European countries for anybody under the age of 18. While in the United States, we are injecting six-month-olds with it. Keep that in mind. On to food and climate change. Glenn Beck video sums it up, and then we're going to get into detail. Play it for me. And here's where it really will impact you. In the bill, in fact, I want to page uh, page 529 of the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, it will pay, pay farmers to not farm. They want, uh, they want to uh, restore the soil. So the measures will include plowing your soil less implementing climate-friendly crop rotation techniques, and planting cover crops that do not yield any food. There's $20 billion available September 30th now to diminish the climate uh, impact from farms. They are going to start paying farmers not to farm, and then you'll be fine. Um, They're also going to now, I would like to say encourage you, but what they're going to do to the farmers is tell them exactly how they can farm. 
They're going to tell them now, just like they are over in Europe, where the farmers are going out of business and on the streets protesting. They are now going to tell them that they have to uh, adopt more climate-friendly provisions. Uh, They are going to regulate what you can feed your cow. Uh, They're going to... um, They're going to uh, also tell you what you can grow, how you grow it, what you can use as fertilizer. And the fertilizer that we're all used to, you know, the one that grows one third more than the old fertilizer, you're not going to be able to use that. Now, we're entering a global food crisis Farmers all around the world are going in on this nonsense. It's not working all around the world. And we've just implemented it. And we're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to make sure you comply. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with the taxes. Oh, yeah, it does. Because you will be getting subsidies. Oh, yes, it does. Because you'll have an ESG score if you're a farmer. This is going to devastate our farms. Let me sum this up for you. This is overly simplistic, but the vaccine was created. Well, you had the virus was created all to get to the vaccine, to get to the vaccine passport. The vaccine was created to kill people. Climate change, the climate change agenda was created to to starve people to death. That's what this is about. And if you don't want either one of those things, then you will comply. Another side effect of the vaccine is to make you infirmed. So then you have to go get medical care for the rest of your life. Blood thinners, whatever it is for the rest of your life. Then the only way to get that medical care is to come through, leveraged into the one world commerce system, one way to get food, one way to get fuel, one way to get entertainment, one way to get medicine. So after you get climate, after you get, well, it's actually both, vaccine injured, you need medical care. And the only way to get it is through a singular access point into a one world commerce system. That's what this is all about. And once they, once they cordon off and control all the food by greatly lowering the earth's, the earth's food supply by putting farmers out of business and paying farmers, farmers are both rising up against this in mass in Germany, in Spain, in the Netherlands, against Mark Rutt, in the Netherlands, World Economic Forum sycophant, World Economic Forum actor, Mark, Mark Rutt, the prime minister of the Netherlands. The people are rising up against it. But there's also farmers who will receive, as Glenn Beck said, $20 billion of subsidies to not grow food in the midst of a world food supply crisis. You're like, Tom, you're a pastor of a church. What does this have to do with you? Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Revelation 14, 9 through 16. Read them right now. That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And then no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's what this is all leading to, whether these actors know it or not. They are minions and hand puppets of the Antichrist demonic spirit. 
You will see Beast 1, Beast 2. I don't know if it'll be in a lifetime or not. I'm not going to speak things. No one knows about the day or hour. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Matthew 24, 36. But this is what you are seeing. And all you have to do is be the restraining found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. You must stand. But we have to stand now or your, or your, your, your choice will be eat or get the mark. You stand now. You are the restraining. Only he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. You, you cannot restrain and comply at the same time. All you COVID caving Christians, I still love you. I just want you to admit that you were wrong. Don't have to admit it to me. You need to admit it to God. Because you can't comply with the Antichrist spirit and restrain the Antichrist spirit at the same time. The Antichrist spirit told you to vax, told you to mask, told you to lock down, told you to quarantine, told you to wash your hands 50 times a day. The Antichrist spirit is saying right now that you know what? You need to be concerned about cow farts. You need to be concerned about uh, nitrogen emissions from fertilizers. Not doing a daggum thing to anybody anywhere. It's all a lie. Just like, just like COVID. COVID exists, but it's 99.9% survivable. Again, if it's nonsensical and illogical, if a child has a 99.997% post-infection survival rate, why would you inject a 12-month-old with the Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna vaccine? It's nonsensical and illogical. Therefore, it is insidious or it has a nefarious purpose behind the agenda. That's what's happening right now. And here's a strange occurrence. Here comes another one. Aaron, how many videos would like this have we shown? I don't know how many. Here goes another food processing plant. Play it for me, Heather. Fire is burning at the Pendleton Flour Mills Company in eastern Oregon. The Pendleton Police Department says it reignited from a smaller fire that started last night. These incredible pictures were put out by the police department's Facebook page about five hours ago. They say the worst of the fire is over and they are monitoring hotspots. Of course, we'll update you here on air and on. So that in the midst of farmland being confiscated in the number two agricultural producing country on the planet, the Netherlands, in the midst of that, this would be maybe just shy of a hundred now food processing plant in, in the mode of, I don't want to call them all. This was a food processing plant, a large one burnt to the ground. Another one, planes flying into other ones, food processing or food processing related plants burning to the ground. It's up close to a hundred now within the last 18 months. Never seen that before. Again, because if they control all the food, you're like, well, I'm never going to eat bugs. Listen, they control all the food. And they say, you know what? Not only do we control all the food, we control what food you will actually be able to get even through your singular access point. Now that, that can never happen. It's already happening. There's no cash in Ukraine. It's all digital currency. It's all a digital social credit system. If all, of your, if all of your currency is digital, that is why you're seeing the Biden regime do what they're doing right now with stag and hyperinflation. It is to devalue the dollar. Once they devalued it all, they believe in what's called what's called a monetary. Uh, okay, I just forgot the name. Monetary something theory. Forgot it. What's it called? Modern monetary theory, something like that. Aaron, pull it up. See if you can find it for me. I forgot it. Something modern, modern monetary theory, something like that. 
They believe in that, that what you do is monetize the debt. You just create money to pay off the debt. In order for them to do it, you have to make that digital currency. What? What's it called? Okay, got it. Modern monetary theory. That's what Nancy Pelosi believes. That's what Adam Schiff believes. That's what Joe Biden believes. That our $31 trillion will be, will be digitized, will be monetized through digital, through digital currency. Therefore, devaluing. You need to understand something. The shining city on a hill in the world is America. And America has to be brought down a few pegs if you want the rest of the world to accept a guaranteed monthly income a barely getting by, a singular access point economy, a one world commerce system. They can't be looking. I stole, I'm stealing this from Steve Bannon. They can't be looking at Americans vacationing three times a year with their swimming pools while the rest of the world gets put on a guaranteed monthly income of about $20,000 a year where you can only get food from the government, medicine from the government, Fuel from the government. That's why they wanted you to have an electric car because then they control the fuel. You have, you have to plug into the grid, which will, and you'll be like, no, those are private energy companies, private energy companies that will have to abide by ESG rules controlled by the federal government. Is everybody getting what I'm saying? Okay. That's the point of it all. That, that's, what this is, this, that's what this is all about. It really is. So that's what they're trying to do. So in the midst of all of this, where you have farmers being paid not to grow food, you have food processing plants basically being burned down on a weekly basis for mysterious reasons like planes flying into them. Bill Gates, who controls much of the fertilizer industry, is buying up great swaths of land along with the CCP combined between the two of them own 500,000 farm acres. He is the singular, single largest private farmland owner in America is Billy Gates. And he's not going to farm on any of those lands. He's going to receive part of that $20 billion worth of government sub, uh, subsidies that Glenn Beck was talking about. All right. Mail online pick world's top climate scientists told to cover up the fact that the earth's temperature hasn't risen for the last 15 years. Hence the reason why they had to change from global warming to climate change. Read the bottom. Just read the bottom, last line. Fears that the findings will encourage deniers of man-made climate change. Leave this up just so I have it as a reference point. Listen to this. If you have, if your agenda or your facts behind your agenda, for simplicity, I'll just say agenda. If your agenda depends on fears that the findings will encourage deniers of man-made climate change, but everything that they've said is a lie. So the people who are denying that which you espouse are the truth tellers. You don't want them to, you don't want the truth tellers to be able to espouse their viewpoints. Hence your entire agenda is evil. And probably demonic. I mean, think about it. If everybody who's a climate denier, they don't want to encourage climate deniers by seeing the facts that the world's top climate scientists were told to cover up the fact, I'm reading this off Mail Online, that the Earth's temperature hasn't risen in 15 years. So the facts are the Earth's temperature hasn't risen for 15 years. They've been espousing, i.e. Al Gore and everybody else, espousing that the Earth's temperature has been rising every year, right? It's causing all these hurricanes and whatever. Polarized caps to melt, none of which has ever happened. 
Haven't had a hurricane this year. It's August 16th today. Nothing. All these hurricanes are going to happen. So it's all bold-faced lies. But they don't want the people who challenge their lies to be encouraged. Think about how, think about how evil that is. So they can keep lying over and over and over again and that the truth will not come out. So they don't release the truth so that it doesn't verify the people telling the truth. It doesn't give credibility to the people telling the truth, i.e. people like you and me. That's how evil this is. That's why you see everything when it comes to vaccines and COVID. Everybody being taken down. Ed, Edward Dowd the, for, Dowd, the former BlackRock executive, taken off of social media. Why? Because he pulled CDC studies on the vax and published them. That's it. They, they don't want the, the CDC to use vaccinations. The reason why the CDC stopped putting out the hospitalization data and death data, de- death data from the vaccinated. They stopped putting that out because they didn't want people to think that the vaccination is causing it. It's the same thing that they're doing with the climate. They don't want people who are telling the truth given credibility, their due credit, their credibility, because it will overthrow their agenda that's based on lies. Think about that. And people think that it's, un, it's not Christ-like to speak against liars. Speaking of lies, listen to this one. Play it for me, other. A new study showing how climate change, specifically higher temperatures, is making our children uh, more inactive and more obese. The study published in a journal Temperature found today's children are 30% less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age. Fewer children are reaching the World Health Organization's recommendation of 60 minutes of exercise a day. Now, listen, it has been a lot hotter hotter and the weather has been crazy but i think it also has to do with technology you know yeah it's, it, it's one thing not to go outside but these kids don't go outside because they can stay inside <laughs> be on their phones play video games and be social without having to go outside and be social. even the leftist sycophants can't pull it off at the very end that they're gonna blame childhood obesity on climate change just like they're blaming blood clots that they've never, no, we've never seen before in the young. And that is also, according to, is, is, is caused by climate change. People dropping dead in their showers suddenly is because of hot water. Everything's being blamed on climate change because climate change, the vaccine, is a post-birth abortion. Climate change is for you to starve to death. That's what this is about. It's all about eliminating the carbon. You are the carbon they want to eliminate. They fly around their private jets. One one private jet flight. I'm not against private jets at all. Fly around them as much as I possibly can. I'll purposely buy the biggest truck I possibly can. Just to thumb my nose to the climate agenda. But one person. They they recently caught Taylor Swift with 127. I think it was was, was 27. Or it was 127. I think it was 127 flights on an off-tour time in her life. This is very recently. And that's why the, you, have, you, have a, you actually have uh, celebrities right now working, uh, working as activists to make confidential their flight logs for all private flights. So you, have to, you have to file a public flight plan whenever you fly in a private jet for the FAA so they can track your plane. They want to make those confidential now. Because all of this keeps coming out that you have Taylor Swift, climate activists, 
And of course, open borders activists, but doesn't bring any, any uh, illegals into her own home past her own wall that she has. Oh my gosh, she has, my producer Aaron, 170 flights since January 2022. Since January of 2022, 170, I got it mixed up 17, whatever. So 170 flights. And she's not on tour. So her, her CO2 emissions, her carbon footprint is more than mine from this year alone covering my entire life and every, and if I live for 500 years, her climate footprint is bigger in the eight months of this year than if I lived 500 years doing what I do. And these people are trying to tell you to use less AC. These people are telling you to buy an electric car that will cause you to burn fossil fuels at exponential rates for the electricity to charge your eco-friendly car. Makes absolutely no sense. Aaron's giving me this. Already 8,000 tons of carbon, which is at least 1,000 times higher than the average person's annual carbon emissions. So it's about right. A thousand times more than I've used this year. She's done. Thousand times, thousand times more than I've used this. I mean, think about that. That's who these people are. And this is, this is good stuff right here. Uh, Dr. Eli David tweet. Let's save the planet by cutting down the very things that eat CO2. So the very consumers of CO2, which they're trying to eliminate. So if you're trying to eliminate CO2, wouldn't you want the organism that eats it to be alive. But no, Scotland instead is cutting down Scotland, which hosts the Glasgow Climate Summit, where you had Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos offshore on their yachts, flying in every day on their helicopters, and then not running to ride. Their, the yachts were way too slow to go home on their yachts, so then they private jetted home. Scotland cut down 14 million trees to make way for Tim for, for wind turbines because wind turbines are so eco-friendly. Are they really? Play it for me. So they just cut down 14,000 trees so that they could, what was it? Four, was it 14 million? Was it really? Did I say thousand the whole time? Oh, good. Okay. 14 million trees Four, yeah, 14,000 be nothing. 14 million trees. So you could have that. Those are the people that are espousing that they are afraid of carbon emissions. They cut down the very organisms that eat carbon emissions. So you can have that. The exact same logic behind COVID-19, which I keep going into over and over again, but I won't. We're at supposed to do 90 minutes of fury. I'm at hundred minutes of fury. I'll be <laughs> as always going over. Listen, I want to tell you all something. I love you. I really do. Those of you that I offend, I love you too. And I'm hoping that I offend you into living in the truth because the truth, knowing the truth, John 8 32 will set you free. And let me just say this. Even if the Republicans win tonight, Murkowski's out, Liz Cheney's out. That's not the answer to this life. 
The answer to defeating the Antichrist spirit is the Christ. Receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Let's have, if you want to talk about nationalism, let's have a national revival. Let's have a national revival of people coming to Jesus Christ because only the Holy Spirit of the living God found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ will confound, will perplex, and will hold and restrain the Antichrist spirit. Jesus is the answer. Run to him. If you've fallen away, run back to him right now. If you've never received him as Lord and Savior, call upon him now. Say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I receive Jesus as the propitiation, the sacrifice for my sins, and I turn from my sins in the name of Jesus Christ. Do that. Do that right now. Listen, I love you all. I'm back here Thursday night. I think for 90 minutes of fury, probably be 105 minutes of fury. Who knows? But I'll be back here Thursday night, 830. Do not miss it. Love you all and God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom and victory in Jesus' mighty name. understand as women we are the spirit of the home he's the muscle but we have the spirit there's a, a guy living alone in a home his house looks totally different than somebody it smells different it smells it, it's different. dark it's gloomy there's no furniture there's, there's no light no pots and pans no cups dudes are gross dudes are nasty but then the woman but comes then the in. woman comes and in with a touch just heart. like the holy ghost is in the details room that's why when god spoke something the holy spirit made it happen. Because right. he's in the details, he's in the framework of everything. So no matter what's going on in your life, you can find something to be blessed about. Those places maybe in your life where you're at the bottom of the barrel, maybe you felt like you were underneath the barrel and the barrel was on top of you. You can always find something to be grumpy about or you can find something to rejoice about. And it's better to focus on the things that you can rejoice about and that you can be blessed about and thank God for I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.